Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody, guess what? We're at Duck again. It's raining out. God, I am so sick of this. Oh, Trent, anything but this godforsaken rain. All right, uh, aside from that, we have a great show today. You promise? Uh, I promise. Well, you're here. Even in the rain. You're here, so I think I'll probably just survive, put the life bo- uh, life jacket on, and get in the lifeboat. I don't think anybody's uh, mood is more affected than yours. I hate the weather. Look, when you grow, when you lived all those years that I lived on the West Coast in Seattle, yeah, this is horrible. Yeah, everybody says, "Well, why don't you go back to Seattle? It's beautiful there." It is when it's not raining. When it's not (laughs) raining, three times out, three months out of the year, maybe. I mean, this is a nice day in Seattle. Guys are out playing golf in this. Not here. Whoa. Uh, 1225, uh, Derek Yug will join us uh, from the Scout uh, Network. Uh, he's all over the uh, Hawkeyes. We'll have a conversation with him. Well, can we do some Big Ten with him, too? Is that uh, fair as yeah, well? Well, Big 12. Big, er, oh, oh, Derek Young. Derek Young, Derek yes. Derek Young, yeah. Yeah, we'll, big, we'll some Big Ten with him. We'll okay. Get ready for spring football. There's yeah. uh, a lot going on. Basketball next right. season. We right. have plenty to get into there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll do that with Derek coming up here in about 20 minutes. Normally... For people that uh, listen to the show every time at this uh, every day at this time, we normally have Rob Howe every other weekend right. and Pat Hardy. Uh, Rob though just sent me a text right before the show saying that he's drunk. No, no, oh. no, no. That uh, his daughter had to go get stitches, had a cut Ooh. on her hand Ooh. at school, so okay. she had to go pick her up and and take her to the hospital. Welcome to fatherhood. Stitches. Yeah, <laughs> see, what's, I haven't got that phone see what's call coming yet. yet. Oh boy, you're gonna get those. Oh boy. So yep. Derek uh, is gonna step to the plate and. Always enjoy our conversation. Derek does a great job with recruiting as well. You know, and after last year with football recruiting, mm-hmm. we went through the summer, all these right. Texas guys, there was a lot of momentum coming off the 12-0 and year. They were able to salvage it there at the end after all the decommitments. But you know, kind of interesting to take a look, and we'll do that with Derek. You know, what Iowa, what their new game plan is right. going to be, you know, what they're, they're delving into, it looks kind of like the basis of what you expect sure. out of Iowa. But after being, I guess, burned a little bit by those uh-huh. Texas guys, if they're reevaluating things and some of the prospects that he's had a chance to talk to. So want to do that with Derek. We'll get into the I football like field, spring football, and uh, just two days away, Jimmy B. That's it. Our first look at, at the Valley, At Valley Stadium. Uh, 1 o'clock, Ryan Van Bibber will be here, the NFL SB Nation. You hear him on this program a lot because we like him. And he doesn't cost anything. One uh, forty, Mitch Sherman, college football, ESPN. A lot to get into with Mitch. And at about two twenty, Al Yellen, uh, bleed cubby blue, SB Nation. Uh, of course, it is baseball. It is underway, and the Cubs with a two one win at the Cardinals last night. But before we get into that, sure, you and I sat here. I don't know. It's been day after day after day. And we is had it that bad, Jimmy? Yeah, yeah, it is. And we had conversations about what's going to happen to the Valley Conference. Yes. And then yesterday afternoon, the story breaks. We were we were done with the show. The story breaks that emergency meeting in St. Louis Sunday. Mm-hmm. Presidents, athletic directors. Well, just like what you and I have been talking about for the last couple of weeks, Wichita State gone. Yes, yeah. 
once they got the invitation from the yeah. American, and it still hasn't officially, officially happened, right. we know this is happening. Yeah. And this is something that is going to happen very quickly. Uh, when Creighton left, it wasn't you know, that dead period. And we've seen that in other conferences where you know, teams have kind of sat there and had to wait a year, sometimes as long as two seasons before they can make the jump uh, to their conference. That's not been the case, at least with Creighton in the past, and it's not expected to be with Wichita. This mm-hmm. is something that is going to happen very quickly. It is. And for next year's basketball season, 2017-2018, yeah. Wichita is going to be in the American Conference. It's uh, amazing how quickly this is taking off. To be perfectly honest with you, it makes excellent sense for the American. Mm-hmm. They have 12 football schools. They have 11 basketball schools. Yep, Navy's because Navy. Team. That's yep. correct. Navy doesn't play in the American in hoop. Right. They play in the Patriot. In the Patriot League. Right. Yes. So it's just a better setup where Navy's located in Annapolis. Mm-hmm. Football, they're way too good for that, but uh, for the Patriot League. But um, it makes sense for football. So they needed another basketball uh, team to make it an even 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello, Big 12. Yep. Big 12. Hello. McFly, 12 teams. You're the Big 12. 12 teams. At any rate, I think that this will be... Excellent for Wichita State, and it's a great move by the American mm-hmm. just because they had, what, Cincinnati, SMU, who else? Was was that it? Just two teams just from them? two teams in the tournament. That's right, because UConn didn't get in. Right. Okay. But this gives them another basketball powerhouse, mm-hmm. and, I mean, they're going to get three teams in. At Be- least. I mean, Houston was on the bubble. Houston was a bubble team, yes. Central Florida was yes. a few wins away. Yeah, they but, were, yeah. But that's an improving program down it there is. with Taco Fall and company. Yeah, although he says he's going to uh, sample the NBA, but he's not going to sign with an agent. Memphis, a historically good program, yes. though they got some bad news today with a couple of transfers. But yeah. regardless of that, right. a historically, historically solid program. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tulsa, another one, historically good program that... Just uh, not this past season, but the year before, made the NCAA Correct. tournament as an at-large team. They played in the first four there. You got Temple in there. It's a good basketball yeah. league. Yeah. It's a good basketball league. And the bottom of the conference isn't very good, but in comparison to what you see in the MVC, I mean, it's a big step up. Big here. step. Big step for Wichita State. And a possibility now for them to build their resume in a way where you're not going 31-4 and sitting there with the 10 seed. There you go. And, and here's the other thing, too. You're not playing in Des Moines. Or Cedar Falls. You're going to play in Dallas. You're going to play in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. You're going to play in Houston. Right. You're going to play in Memphis. You're going to play in Orlando. It's a little bit different little. than going to normal Illinois. There you go. It's, it's going to yep. be different yep. than making the trek and going to Terry Haute, oh, Indiana. boy. These are big-time programs. Yes, they are. It's something that, for a while, you know, you're trying to make sense of it all financially. Yeah, is it a jump up? It is, but... More importantly, it's about basketball, and it's about building that program. And you know, it was pretty incredible. Uh, Wichita State, for a long time, was a down program. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go after the 80s and the nice run they had with what, Cliff Levingson was yes. there. and They had some real nice – Xavier McDaniel. Xavier McDaniel was there. In fact, uh, Xavier McDaniel, I believe you – no, know, maybe it was Hank Gathers was the last guy to lead the uh, nation in scoring okay. and rebounding. Yeah. But he was – I mean – but, but McDaniel did it too. Yeah, they were a very good program throughout the – well, for a long time mm-hmm. before, but into the 80s, early 80s, and then they fell apart, and mm-hmm. they weren't solid. And there were years you know, when Greg Marshall got there that they really struggled early on. Right. They were able to get close a couple of times in the early 2000s, but never could be able to beat down that door. You know, the years that 
the NBC got four teams in. Wichita wasn't one of those four. Mm-hmm. But it's a program that Greg Marshall kind of took the mantle that had been built up by Mark Turgeon and took it to a completely different level. And now they're on this level. And you can compete at this level. And I think it's a great move for them. But what's important for us here is what's next for the NBC. That is correct. The because emergency meeting is happening yes. Sunday down in St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, Does it turn in now... To me, anyway, it pretty much turns into a one-bid conference. Yep. And Which it pretty much has been over the last yeah. year. I mean, you no, can get a couple, and there's still an opportunity for that. Sti- yes, there is. There's but, still, you know, the years that we've seen you and I go 30-5. and five, Right. Those teams can still get at large bids, yeah. but you're going to have to put together now an incredible non-conference schedule. How you mu- and I have done a good job of that. Yeah, they have. How much prestige will the Valley lose, at least in your estimation? I think quite a bit. I think quite a bit. Uh, the, the blow of Creighton was big, but it was, uh, I mean, happenstance that it was coinciding with Wichita taking their program to a level that it just had never been at before. Mm-hmm. So you put those two things together, and it was able to withstand it. This now, you can't. I mean, you're now looked at in the same vein as the Metro Athletic Conference, yes. the MAC. You, you are... Yes. You are at that level, uh, a Horizon League. Just look at the Horizon League. You know, we know Valparaiso is a very good program. Mm-hmm. You know, going all the way back to Bryce Drew hitting the sure. three to beat Ole Miss in a four thirteen game Homer back Drew. in the nineties. Yeah, his dad was the coach. They uh, that's been a very good program, but they have uh, moved leads themselves. But when they lost Butler, uh, it took a little bit away from the Horizon League also. Mm-hmm. And I think you're looking at a similar circumstance here, where maybe you and I becomes that flagship program if they can get things righted. But even with that. Have you seen Valpo get in a large bid? No. We haven't. No. Well, Even with well, the good teams they were, they were They were on the cusp this year, but they lost their best player, Alec Peters, right. who got hurt, and then they fell apart. But even with that, they weren't yes. in a large. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm getting they had, to. Yes, they had to win the tournament. Right. And, and that's what it's going to be for most everybody outside of a historic season that you can put together once every 20 years. You're not getting in a right. large. Okay, so with it being bad for the conference, and we all know it is, there's no way to sugarcoat it. No, no. Is it good for Drake? It it might be. It might be, but, I mean, they they have to get their own house righted. Yes, they do. Because it wasn't that they were struggling to compete with Wichita and you and I in Illinois State. No, they were not. They were struggling to compete with Southern Illinois, Bradley, those programs at this point. So that's, uh, that's something down the road for them. That's something that you look at, but for right now, yeah, in, in competition because they're not beating Wichita. No, so I, I guess hey, maybe there's a possibility of some more wins, but overall, mm-hmm. when your conference goes down, the prestige goes down. Yeah, that's not good for anybody. I, I agree with you, uh, and it's uh, too bad that the conference uh, was not gritty enough to find ways. A maybe to try try to expand and keep Creighton and Wichita State, or B. Now that they have lost both of their so-called bookend top schools, mm-hmm. where do they go now, Trent? Do they do they just go after one school to replace like they did when they lost Creighton? They just went and got one school. Right. Do they go after one school, or do they try to make a power play and try to raid another conference, or better yet, would they try to merge with a conference? See, I don't think merging works. Okay. We saw super conferences try to happen before like that. Do you remember when the Mountain West and the WAC merged? Yes, I do remember that. To a 16-team conference. Yes. It was too big. Too big. It was too unnerving. So, mm-hmm. no, I, I don't see any merger happening. Okay. It's happened before, and it doesn't work out. you got too many you know, mouths to feed in there. 
financially it just doesn't work out very well. So I do not see a merger making a whole lot of sense. Still, even with the MVC and the deflections that they have, they still have the name brand. They still have enough cachet where they are looking at Horizon League teams, looking at teams from the Summit League. They still have the power to go and poach those kind of teams. Mm -hmm. I personally believe that they need to go out and they need to bring in three. They need to bring in three, go to 12. Now, the reason when Creighton left, they decided to just go after one. They loved the round robin, stay at 18 conference games for basketball, for the most important thing for that conference. And they were able to do that there. You know, Missouri Valley Football Conference is a separate entity. Yes, it is. It's the old Gateway Conference. You have members that aren't members of the conference. We're talking about just here the Missouri Valley Conference. Mm-hmm. You have to look at programs that can build upon, that right. can become a bigger brand. Belmont was one that I really liked initially. I certainly liked it a lot more than the decision to bring in Loyola. Nashville, you expand your reach a little bit further there. A very good basketball program, a place to win, and and I think a, a place that you, you look at in a basketball program that has done a good job. Mm-hmm. I think you look at a basketball member in Valparaiso. Okay. That is the first call that you make. Do you think they would jump out of the horizon? Well, let's look at who they play in the horizon okay. right now. This is who Valpo and, plays. And would, and would the Valley, now that it has become decrepit, would that enhance their brand moving to the Valley? It would help. I, I think there's no doubt it would still help. Uh, right now, the Horizon League is comprised of Oakland, Northern Kentucky, mm-hmm. UW-Green Bay, Wright State, okay. Illinois-Chicago, Detroit, Youngstown, Cleveland State, Milwaukee. Okay. Not exactly a who's who. No. Even a jump there for Valpo to the MVC makes sense for them basketball-wise. It helps with your program. And then you look at programs that still can continue to build. And those two programs, to me, are looking up to the Dakotas, two teams that are in the Missouri Valley Football Conference, North Dakota State right. and South Dakota State. Right. Two basketball programs that have been in the NCAA tournament recently. They're new programs to the Division One level. Uh, I think, what, less than 12 years that they have made the transformation uh, up to this level. So those are two programs that have the money, have the infrastructure, and maybe most importantly, have fan bases that travel. We see football every year with North Dakota State making the pilgrimage down what they do to get their way down to Texas, to Mm -hmm. Frisco every year, and just the sheer number of people that they have. Basketball-wise, the same thing. You go back when they played in Minneapolis in the NCAA tournament. They played Kansas. It was a 116 game there, and I remember the commentators absolutely baffled at the sheer number of North Dakota State fans that made it there. You go back when they played football. You saw it in Iowa City this year. Yes. You saw it when they played Minnesota before. You saw it against Iowa State. Iowa State, That fan base will travel. Yes. And with a basketball program that certainly can compete at the MVC, I think it makes sense to look there. South Dakota State, though, a little bit smaller of a brand, still a fan base that can travel on top of it, and a good basketball program. Uh, You put those two together, you get to 12, and that's where you go from there. Now, is it enough to keep this thing year after year in St. Louis? That's the next question. What happens with Arch Madness? And and does it continue Arch Madness? Are you looking at different ways? Because you lost 5,000 people every year from Creighton. Oh, absolutely. Now you're losing another three, four every year from Wichita. From Wichita, yeah. How how do you pick those numbers back up? How do you get them there? The apple of their eye is St. Louis University. It's not happening. No. It just isn't. No. St. Louis University sees themselves as bigger as the MVC. They always have. This has been decades upon decades of mm-hmm. the MVC trying to woo them in and them continually saying, no, it's not going to And they're to certainly not going to jump now, now right. that, now that the, uh, the conference has been relegated to the scrap heap. So you make those three, Valpo, South Dakota State, North Dakota State, 
Hopefully that is enough to Would be able you... to make it sustainable in Arch Madness. And uh, basketball-wise, you're adding three good programs okay. on top of it. I get that, but... Would you also want to consider schools that have a population base? I mean, you're trying to sell as well. Look what the Big Ten did. They went into population centers that are monstrous, even though everybody said, well, those schools don't work at all. Well, they went anyway because we all know TV. That's so, apples and oranges. So I get that. But but if you're in that scenario, wouldn't you look at Omaha, Kansas City? Wouldn't you look at Kansas City? UKMC, wouldn't you look at those schools? They don't have fan bases. They don't care. People don't care about those athletic okay. departments there. For for Nebraska Omaha, that is a program that is the little brother of Creighton. Oh, of course it is. Yes, they don't have a fan base. All right. When you look at UMKC, people are Kansas Missouri fans there. Yeah, they're not fans of the Kangaroos. Okay, though they have yes, they are in a city. They're in cities. They're in a city that doesn't care. And we saw the same thing with Loyola. You're, oh, yeah, in Chicago, yeah, they don't care. You have to bring in basketball schools that matter, and neither of those programs have had much success either. So I think you got to look at it that way. I think you need to bring in brands that make sense, yeah. basketball teams that can compete, and then most importantly, fan bases that will actually travel. It's one, It's great that UMKC, all right, look at this, we got the Kansas City market. No, you don't. You don't have the Kansas City market with UMKC. Mm-hmm. You just don't have that. Mm-hmm. Bring in, though Fargo's not a big market, Brookings is even smaller, South Dakota. These are incredibly small markets. They have a fan base. That's what's important because there is never going to be a television contract where you're going to be making ten, twenty, forty million dollars a year. That's not happening with the MVC. Yeah. And even if you bring in those markets, it still isn't happening. Find places with fan bases. Wichita's gone. So that leaves them. Omaha's out. Would that mean that who am I missing? I'm trying to run through all of the schools. Would be Des Moines be the biggest population center? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Except for Chicago with Loyola, right, right? And we know that's not well, a yeah. real Chicago market. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. So that would be it. Wow, mm-hmm. that's incredible. Now, also, here's a thing to think about. Okay, with the loss of Wichita, which was an outflung member, they were kind of on an island a little bit on their own after the transformation. Are you looking at? moving the conference tournament around a little bit more. You know, if, if St. Louis doesn't work and we find that out, does Des Moines then? I think Des Moines would be perfect. I, I think it would, especially if you're inviting the Dakota schools. Sure. I, I think it's an easy place for a lot of people to get into. You look at that, look at some they, some they have maybe, ex- They have experience running tournaments now? Someplace maybe downstate Illinois. I mean, there's other possibilities out there that you can look at and move this thing around if St. Louis won't work. Mm-hmm. And we'll see. I, I believe they still have a contract for a number of years still in St. Louis. But if it gets to the end of that in another four or five years, you got to be looking around. And certainly Des Moines makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. And with what they have done with the uh, four, four, four teams that now show up uh, and play in one day and what they were able to accomplish with the uh, tournament, the NCAA tournament of last season, um, they have they've 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 got a staff there that would probably be able to put on a terrific show. Oh, there's no doubt. And they have enough hotels. They're still building them, but they're going up everywhere. So that would not be an issue. There are more than abundant enough restaurants and things to do in this town uh, in the first week of March. So that would be excellent if indeed uh, they decide to change venues out of St. Louis. 
All right, quick break. We're coming right back. We're going to switch to college football. Derry Young will be our guest from Scout. Jimmy B and TC, we're just getting underway. Big Talker, 1700. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, and Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from 3 to 6 on 1700. The weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. Here's a smart way to prepare for warmer weather. Shop the Home Depot and get 15% off all special order Anderson and American Craftsman windows and patio doors. These top brands are designed to lock in cool air and maximize your comfort, all while minimizing energy bills. Upgrade to smarter windows and patio doors with 15% off special orders from Anderson and American Craftsman only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Offer valid through April 12th. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands. Men, if you're like me, you appreciate the feeling of a clean, smooth shave from a quality blade. The sort of shave that cuts clean without the burn. So why are you messing around with generic razors that cost 32 bucks for an 8-pack when you can shave with Harry's high-quality German-engineered blades for half the price? And because Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades, they'll send you their most popular set, complete with a razor, one of their world-famous blades, shaving cream, and post-shave balm for free if you cover shipping. A total value of $20 at no cost to you, with code 1150 at checkout, their way of saying thank you for trying them. How is Harry's able to save you all this money and still give you the best shave you'll ever enjoy? By owning the factory that manufactures the blades. That's how. Go to harrys.com now and enter code 1150 at checkout to claim your free trial set and post-shave balm. That's harrys.com. Code 1150. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steaks, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 
Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. You soon. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services with then prevailing rate supply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment on return and other facing conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, everybody. We are off and running all the way till 3 o'clock today. Thank you for tuning us in and the others out. Uh, it's, this is going to be fun. We have a chance to uh, catch up with Derek Young from Scout.com. Uh, and uh, we'll go dive into the, some Hawkeye stuff. The reason is the Hawks are going to be in town on Friday at Valley High School for the... It's not a scrimmage. It's just a workout, a public workout. Practice. Yeah. We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. We talking about practice. So we say hello to Derek Young right now. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Hello, Derek. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Uh, we're doing great. Come on. you got to be honest with us now. You don't get that kind of uh, uh, recognition and an opening statement about you very often, right? <laughs> That's pretty pretty true. I would agree with you on that. <laughs> um, are you going to be over for the practice or not? Yes, I'll be in uh, Des Moines on Friday. Here in about a half hour, we'll actually hear from uh, Coach Paul Seck and Coach Woods. Okay. Oh, that'll be great. That'll be good. Looking forward to that and hearing uh, a little bit more from uh, some of the new guys over in Iowa City. The changes, we know... You know, offensively, there is a lot of conversation about how different things are going to look. And as it pertains to the run game, it's pretty simple. The run game is going to be exactly what you've seen over the last 18 years of Kirk Ferentz. But uh, a perfa- perhaps a little bit of a revision back to the old style of the passing game. Do you expect to see anything good coming out of that? Do you expect them to show much of their cards on Friday or... Is it going to be pretty much same old, same old boring stuff and uh, nothing to get excited about over at Valley Stadium? Uh, I think it will actually be entertaining because I think when they do go over to Valley, they always do want to put on some type of show. I think last year they actually did scrimmage for about an hour and a half, and a lot of it was one for sports. It was just kind of unwatchable at times a year ago because if I remember right, last year in the morning the wind was just made it impossible for them to really run anything that they actually – could run right. because I mean the ball wasn't 
sailing very well in terms of the passing game. But I, I think they'll open it up a little bit because it, it, they use this as a show to put on for the fans more than anything. It's not them trying to find out anything about their own team for the most part. Uh, at this stage, I think they know what they have, so I don't think you're going to see any developmental stuff. But, yeah, I think they'll want to put on a show, and I think a lot of that will come from the offense. And we actually spoke with some of the defensive players a week or two ago, and they even said that they've seen you know some subtle differences and some new wrinkles thrown in that's made the offense a little more unpredictable than what they're accustomed to seeing. Um, when you talk about being a little more unpredictable, are you really buying into that? Or is that just coach speak? Uh, it was actually coming from the players, so I don't I don't know if I would consider it coach speak. It was the actual defensive players that said that, you know, the past couple of years they've been able to know exactly what the offense is going to run and when they're going to run it, even during practice. They said they don't have they're not having that kind of luck this year, this spring. They haven't seen that they've been kinda of caught off balance more than typically they are during the spring because the offense tends to lag behind the defense, especially in the spring during the spring portions of football in Iowa. Uh, they're actually having to catch up to the offense a little bit. So I don't know if it's maybe unpredictable or that there's enough changes in the offense where the defense is seeing something a little bit more different than they're typically seeing at this stage of the year. And Brian Ferentz is a different kind of coach. He's not just the personality of Greg Davis, but kind of approach, too, in terms of he's a little bit more fiery and just kind of aggressive in nature. So I do expect there to be some noticeable differences this year. Hmm. Well, certainly good news there for Hawkeye fans. Want to see some changes on the offensive outlook. We know the offensive line returns basically everybody from a year ago. There will be a new starter at quarterback. Akron Wadley in the backfield. You're in good shape there. What about the wide receivers? You know, we we saw Germanique Smith over the last couple of years. He, he certainly looks the part hasn't always played the part. Uh, Adrian Falconer, a guy that's been dinged up a little bit, had a chance of catching that two-point conversion against Michigan. Ball drops to the ground. Uh, of the young guys, who are you looking forward to most of that wide receiver group? And maybe give us another name or two that you're looking for on Friday. Who I'm looking forward to the most is obviously Germanique Smith because I think he is the most talented guy on the roster, and this will be his third year. I think he should be further along the development than what he is right now. I've said that. You know, a few times already. I'm not sure that that's all on him either, but I think that you know he's the guy that needs to emerge and be the guy for this offense at the wide receiver, especially with Matt Vandenberg out. They're going to need, and even when Vandenberg is in there, they're going to need someone you know to take that attention away from him and let you know him get his space as well. So, in terms of the guys that you typically see returning, you know, it's got to be Jeremy Smith, Adrian Falconer, and Devontae Young. Just haven't played enough to where you are comfortable being able to say that you can count on them, although they want to be able to. But in terms of experience, all you got is Germanique and Vandenberg for the most part. Um, then when you look at guys that just haven't been around hardly at all, uh, you know, the hot name this spring has been Nick Easley, the junior college uh, transfer from Iowa Western. He's a walk-on, but he's really turned some heads, and he is with the one, you know, the starting spot receiver right now mm. with Matt Vandenberg out. Um, I think that might be more have to do with just you know, not having the bodies yet uh, this spring because they only have four scholarship receivers there this spring, and one of them is Vandenberg, and he's out for the entire spring. So not really any other guys to pick from a slot because I don't think Adrian Falconer or Devonta Young are technically slot guys. So I think he's there by process of elimination, but Nick easily has impressed 
and uh, he earned those one rest by what how impressed they were by him during you know the winter workouts. Is there any news on Vandenberg on how he's healing up, or is that pretty much under wraps? Uh, I think it's under wraps for the most part, but Kirk Ferris has definitely alluded to, at least at the beginning of spring football, that they don't expect this to be you know, a lingering thing necessarily. Uh, they don't think it's going to be any long-term. They, I think they expect to have a back football camp. It's uh, one of those things that I've been a little concerned about. Yeah. You know, foot injuries, you just never know, and... The importance of uh, having Vandenberg out there, we saw how important it was a year ago and getting him out there and helping the new quarterback. What are you looking for for Nathan Stanley, uh, a guy that came in, got that job as the backup a year ago as a true freshman, requisite arm strength, those kind of things, and, and a big guy, certainly a different kind of quarterback than Iowa's had as of late. Yeah, he's big. I think he's about 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, That's what he's listed at, I believe, uh, and that's probably close to being pretty accurate, too. He's over, I think he's over 215 already. So he is a big guy. He's got a big, big arm, especially for someone that's only been on campus, you know, less than a year now because he wasn't a spring spring guy a year ago. So he's been on campus for less than a year. And he's probably, you know, had one of the stronger arms that's been through this place already. I mean, he threw, you know, the stories are out there. He threw over 90 mile an hour as a pitcher, too, at high school. So he can probably make nearly every throw right now. But in terms of, you know, someone not being having the experience, I imagine that the struggle for him right now, or at least the challenge for him, is to remain consistent and um, get command of that huddle. That's what you would expect from our first-year starter. Those would be the challenges. But from a, just a pure physical standpoint, I don't think that the challenges are really there. I don't think Iowa has seen a sophomore quarterback, a true sophomore quarterback, with this kind of archery come through, you know, in quite some time. I don't know what I wasn't here when Ricky Stanley was here. I know he has a strong arm and made it to the NFL, but I imagine Nate Stanley is something similar or maybe even farther ahead at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm real curious also when you talk about the QBs. It, we know it's, it's Stanley's job to lose, but will they at least try to make it look like Wiggers is getting a chance to compete for the job, or will they, after spring ball, just blow that off and just concentrate on Stanley? I think they're in-house. I think they're concentrating on Stanley. But I do think that they want at least the appearance to both Stanley and to everyone else that there is an open competition right now. Okay. Just to, just because I think they think that's the right thing to do at this point. But it is, like you said, Stanley's job to lose. I don't know when they will announce that it's Stanley's. I think they might want to keep him, use it as a way to keep him motivated, maybe all the way through fall camp. Uh, Sometimes you have to do that with younger players. I don't know if he's that type who you have to do that with. Um, he's a coach's son, so I don't necessarily think that would be a problem. But you know, sometimes that's what coaches like to do with younger players. I do would say that I think Leaguers is going to get one rep, the number one, some number one reps, to at least make it look like there's a competition, or you know, to at least challenge Stanley and keep him, you know, on the straight and narrow. But I. One thing that I've seen in the very limited action that we have seen this spring is I think Drew Cook has made, something, has made, made a leap and a jump, too, mm. to the point where I think he I mean, he looks a lot better than he has in the past year. Well, that's certainly interesting because uh, there's a lot to be had here. If it goes through the spring and Weger sees the writing on the wall, he makes a decision, hey, I want to play my last couple of years, mm-hmm. transfer somewhere else, either down a division or even uh, looking for a D1 program for his final year, he can go that route. That's the case, and you're looking at Mansell coming in as a freshman this year, coupled with 
Cook and Ryan Boyle as the only quarterbacks on campus at that point in time. Uh, do you think, A, that Uyghurs does stick around, even if it does look like we all assume that it is going to be Stanley's job? And then secondly, if that happens, another position change for Boyle or possibility of Cook making the move? It's really, you're telling you're a careful line where you're talking about prospective transfers, and mm-hmm. I don't want to say this, but I, all I will say is I've seen, I have not seen nor heard any proof or speculation, like actual, like, you know, solid stuff that Uyghurs could possibly transfer. I don't think that's crossed the mind at all okay. at this point. So mm-hmm. I don't foresee a scenario. Obviously, things can change if uh, situations change and where it looks like the writing's on the wall, that stuff can change. But right now, there's been no evidence or anything of the kind to suggest that he is considering. I don't think that he is at this point. And in terms of a position change, especially for Ryan Boyle, it's tough to see just because he went back to quarterback because that's where he wanted to be, according to Kurt Ferentz. Mm-hmm. And you're really, I think you're really messing with the team and really messing with the kid if you switch positions so many times, right. especially early on in his career, because he hasn't, he's not able to develop at any one spot. And he's just not, you know, fulfilling what he wants or what the team wants. So I think, uh, I don't know if it would necessarily make sense at this point, because if you switch that bunch, it just doesn't get comfortable in one spot. It's hard for him to ever contribute. In terms of Drew Cook, I like the progressions he's made as a quarterback, so it would be hard to tell him to go somewhere else. That's good stuff there, yeah. Derek. Very Position interesting. Wise. Derek Young from Scout.com joining us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Hawkeye Insider is where you can find all of Derek's work. Uh, Derek, want to talk a little football recruiting with you as well. Uh, jumping into John Wagner, first of all, the local product from over here at West Des Moines, Dowling Catholic, uh, unbelievable talent. He's getting a bunch of big-time offers from across the nation. Your thoughts on his recruiting and uh, how that's going right now. And then just Iowa overall. After last year, we talked at the top, Jim and I, a little bit about you know going down to Texas, the big recruits that they were able to get, and then in the end not being able to keep a number of them. Uh, what kind of a reevaluation has you been talking to prospects as Iowa made from where they were a year ago? In terms of John Wagner, I actually saw him this past weekend, and on the hoof, just he passes the look test through and through 20 times over. He's one of the best-looking defensive ends you'll see just before he steps or actually does something on the football field. I mean, he probably probably has got 95% of his offers before he actually does anything football just because he looks back to it. Um, he, he was over at Chicago this past weekend for the Nike camp, and his measurables he tested at six foot six, two 247 pounds. So that is quite impressive. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I would think that he's six six. He's close. We'll put it that way. He's close. And yeah, he's someone that just looks fantastic. Before he does it because football, um, he's really matured physically in that way in the past. I want to say four or five months since really he's came on in terms of you know what he looks like from a body standpoint, physical standpoint. The skill stuff is still catching up, but once it does, he's going to be he's, he's a you know. Can't miss prospect in the state of Iowa. Best, best prospect in the state of Iowa this year, and I'm not sure it's all that close. Iowa, I think, is right there. They actually can land him. It's not like the Oliver Martin scenario where I didn't think Iowa was much of a threat to land him throughout the entire time. I think that they are squarely in the mix and can land John Wagner. So it's different in that way. And, you know, talking to people around him uh, this past weekend, I think the threats, at least at this point, are. Ohio State, Florida, and Oregon would be the other three schools he's working hard at. Um, I don't really see him being able to go that far, uh, as far as Oregon, and I'm not sure 
Ohio State would take them at this point. Maybe Florida would. I don't really know that. So I think Iowa definitely could be a landing spot for him. And right now, if it ended today, I would pick the Hawkeyes to land him. Hmm. Interesting. In terms of recruit, in terms of recruiting overall, mm-hmm. I think Iowa's doing really well right now. Um, it might be a smaller class. But again, they're not losing a ton of seniors once again. So maybe they can get to twenty like they did a year ago. Maybe interesting. Um, but but they're doing so well with some of the kids that they really really like that. They might, they might be doing well with more than 20 right now, so it'll be interesting to see how the numbers unfold. They're doing really well. Um, and it's funny because we talked about the Texas thing a year ago. I, I, at this point, I don't think they're going to land a kid in Texas in this class. Mm-hmm. That'll make it interesting. I think they're going to land you know, a handful in Illinois. I think they're going to get a couple out of Indianapolis. Um, and those are you know, two areas that they're really hitting hard in this cycle, and I, they might get the running back out of Wisconsin that I really, really like. I saw him this past weekend, Henry Deal. Uh, let me follow up with this then. Uh, they've been coming to Des Moines now for three, four years. Is that about right? Oh, uh, five years. Five, five years is the fifth year. Fifth year. Fifth year. This is the fifth. Thank you. Uh, when that all began, it was like with major reluctance because they felt that they were losing their grasp on the state. Do you think that it is still reluctance that they leave Iowa City and come over and spend the night here? Or do you think that now everybody has taken to it and enjoys the trip? I think everyone has taken to it and enjoys the trip. This will only be my second year, but it doesn't seem like something that everyone kind of moans and groans about. It almost seems something like they're excited about, uh, especially this year, even last year. You know, I think they want to give back to that side of the state because they're not always able to. And they realize how much support that they still get from that side of the state, and it's hard to show that appreciation. I feel like this is their way. They feel like they can show appreciation to that side of the state because it's not always that easy. Derek, uh, last thing from me, a little basketball note. Uh, A bunch of people came out with their way too early top 25s. Iowa not listed on any of them. Not a huge surprise, but... Even some brackets starting to trickle out. Even ESPN's Joe Lenardi had one, and I would not list it on that one. A bit of a head-scratcher. I know at least the expectations around here, this team is going to be at least an NCAA tournament team. Why do you think the Hawkeyes aren't getting much national love? I think it's because of their depth and the quality of the Big Ten that is expected next year as well. Because I was certainly going to be you know, a team to watch because of everything that they return outside of Peter Jock. But everyone really only knows Peter Josh nationally. So if they think they're going to lose Peter Josh, they might think they're going to take a step back. But I also think that there's a chance that Iowa could be a better team next year, but still um, place in the same spot in the Big Ten mm-hmm. because they're not the only team in the Big Ten. The Big Ten was considered weak for the most part this year, and I think a lot of that was because nearly every team was as, or maybe not as young as Iowa, but a very young team. Michigan State was young. Minnesota was young. Outside of Noah Trimble, Maryland was young. Um, and obviously they're not going to have Noah Trimble back, so that impacts things. But Iowa feels that the fans right here feel that way about Iowa, but I could name it off six or seven teams in the Big Ten that feel the same way about their team moving into next year because they felt like they were young. So I think it has to do with the Big Ten could be you know, upwards of five to ten times better than it was this year. So the, the challenge is a little bit greater. They could be a better team, but not finish greater in the league because, because of how stacked the conference might be next year. Mm-hmm. 
Always good to catch up with you, pal. Thank you. Great insight, uh, but we knew it would be, and we'll see you uh, Friday night. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks, Derek. There you go. Derek Young from Scout on the uh, Hawkeyes. I find it interesting. I just had to ask that question about if they have now accepted it because there was backlash when it was first announced. And but people, where was the backlash from? It was oh, from our neighbors to the north. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They were so, baiting our territory. Yeah. Yeah. But and, and I understand that. But now it's nothing. Right. It's gone by the wayside. But I I do like the Friday night deal. I think yeah. that'll be fun. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think if I just did a quick. Uh, you know me, Mr. Weatherman. Yes. Uh, it is not supposed to rain Friday. <laughs> good, good, good. Happy to hear that. Yeah. After last year's weather, yes. well, we could use a good Man, one. oh man, that wind was howling. It was. You stuck it out. I walked a over. Little bit. I walked over and walked in, spent about 10 minutes. I'm out of here. That was enough for you. Yeah. Well, hey, look at me. I'm like uh, a buck 50 dripping wet. <laughs> I mean, I was getting blown around the stadium. I got a good solid base. I was fine. Yeah, you were fine. <laughs> you we'll got, take the time out here, you, come back with more on the other side. We'll take you up until 3 o'clock today. We've got Ryan Van Bibber still to come. We'll talk NFL with him. Leading up to the NFL draft, Mitch Sherman, college football talk, Al Yellen on the Cubs. And you ready for some overreactions of baseball, Jimmy B? We're just a couple of days into it. It's time to overreact. Oh, my gosh. We'll do that coming up on the other side here. Jimmy B and TC live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. We're back in a moment. Big news, big talk. Join me, Diana Kelly, every Saturday morning at 10 for what's happening in your neighborhood with Inside Iowa. On 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B., and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Kubota's Orange Opportunity Sales Event is going on now. Get commercial-grade performance and a full four-year factory warranty at a price you can afford with a new Commander Zero-Turn Mower. Now get special promotional pricing of $38.99 with zero down and 0% financing for up to 48 months. Now through May 31st, 2017. Call toll-free 1-800-794-4992 for details about cost and terms. For complete warranty details, see Kubota.com or your authorized Kubota dealer. Come see Jake at Capital City Equipment in Des Moines, just off I-80 on 2nd Avenue. Paint? No. Paramount isn't just paint. It's the number one paint in overall interior hide and stain resistance, providing the most advanced protection in just one coat. And now you can get that same outstanding protection with our new Paramount One Coat White. This first-of-its-kind one-coat-ready mix white provides a beautiful white finish. You'll find Paramount Paint exclusively at Menards. In third-party tests, interior paint claims versus super premium home center brands in eggshell sheen. As an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Make and receive business calls using our iPhone and Android apps. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Forward your calls to any phone and even get your voicemails transcribed. Join over 250,000 small businesses who stay connected with Grasshopper. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. 
Howdy, folks. KFC's Colonel Sanders here. You have someone in your life you want to get KFC's new $10 chicken share with? It could be a friend, more than a friend, or even a spouse. It's okay. Be brave. Go ahead and say, I want to get a $10 chicken share from KFC and share chicken with you. It's who you are. Don't be ashamed. Just head to a KFC and share nine extra crispy tenders, six pieces of original recipe, a lot of popcorn nuggets, or 12 hot wings. And don't be afraid to be who you are. KFC, it's finger licking good. Limited time offer. Participating KFCs. Prices may vary. Tax and substitutions extra. Hot wings not available to all locations. 1700 KPGG and Malone Motorsports have lined up a bass-kicking boat giveaway. Your chance to win a brand-new 16-foot low 160 Fishing Machine Pro Series boat with a 60-horsepower Mercury Marine motor and a new trailer valued at $17,500. Hey, you can stop by Malone Motorsports in Monroe anytime to drop your name in the box or go online at 1700kbgg.com. On April 29th, we'll be throwing a party to give the boat away with 1700 KBGG. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700K BGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, that was kind of fun. Uh, at the top of the hour, we're going to do some NFL conversation with Ryan Van Bibber. Uh, updating you right now, Major League Baseball is underway. Also in golf, it's the par three tournament today, so that'll be fun. Uh, what do you got there? You're watching your favorite team, the Minnesota Twinkies. Yeah, the Twins out to a 2 nothing lead on their way to... Woo! 162-0. and 0. <laughs> They lead uh, Kansas City after an RBI single from Eddie Rosario. No Cubs and Cardinals today. Right. If you're uh, looking for that one, it was actually supposed to start about seven minutes ago. That's been postponed and moved till tomorrow. It'll be a 12:45 first pitch for that one. So that game is off today. We'll keep our eye on a little baseball with the Twins and the Royals, though, this afternoon. And, uh, you know, overreaction, it, we understand. It's early in the season. Sure. But has there been a, a thing or two that's maybe jumped off the page to you, uh, surprises that you've seen? Uh, oh, it, you know, one of the first things is, is the Cleveland Indians. I mean, they bring in Edwin and Encarnacion. Yes. They get Michael Brantley back, who the year before was their was best he, hit. He was terrific. And you're adding two all-star caliber guys to yeah. an already very good lineup. Now you're healthy with Carrasco and Salazar. Are the Indians the best team in baseball? I, again, 
with the caveat, it's the really yeah. it's really early. <laughs> yeah. But I've been really impressed just watching them the last couple of days. Their and, their talent level is extraordinary, similar to what Chicago has. Mm-hmm. So would I sign up for a rematch of the World Series between those two? Hell yeah, I would. Yeah, it'd be I, another I, good one. Yeah, I, I, I'd do that in a heartbeat. Just like everybody said at the end of the NBA season last year, everybody sign up again for Golden State Cleveland? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we would. And we'd probably do that for the World Series as well with Cleveland and, and Chicago. And remember, Cleveland, they're playing right now without Jason Kipnis as well. Right. So now you're moving Ramirez back over yes. to third base when he's back. It is... A deep lineup, very talented, scored a ton of runs last year, and is going to be even better. And then you get your number two and number three yeah. pitchers back on top. I mean, look out. Yeah. And the Central's not going to be very good. You know, if the Tigers, if the age starts to catch up with them this mm-hmm. year, they've already had injuries. J.D. Martinez, a few others. Right. You know, they catch up. I see Kansas City, what happened to their bullpen the other day. Yep. The Twins' best-case scenario is maybe being a 500 team. It's not like anybody's going to be pushing them here. White Sox are going to be bad, and you go through and say, this team might win 105 games. Mm-hmm. If the rest of the Central really struggles. It is that bad, yeah. This Cleveland team could coast their way in and win a ton of games on top of Before it. the season began, you and I made our picks, mm-hmm. and I had Kansas City as a wild card. Yes. Okay. Uh, we played two games. Now Not even. Now they're you played a game, game, and, a, game and, a, and three innings? Yep. Okay. Not even three. Okay, two they're innings. They're the bottom of the second. Okay, two innings. You're out. And I'm checking out. I'm checking out of KC. They're, they're going to lose to the crappy twins. Are you kidding me? Come on. I'm out of that one. Oh, Jimmy B already tried to change his picks as we sit on Two April. games into 162. April 5th. Unbelievable. I'm checking Jimmy out B. of that. We got some football talk coming up on the other side. Ryan Van Bibber is going to join us. We'll talk NFL with him. The decision of Tony Romo yep. and a new streaming option yeah. for the Thursday night games. We'll do that and more coming up with Ryan Van Bibber as we continue on from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. One o'clock hours next. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, noon to three, and Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from three to six on 1700. The weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call B.J. Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store and pick up five quarts of O'Reilly conventional motor oil and a MicroGuard filter for $19.99. Extend the life of your vehicle and save money with five quarts of O'Reilly conventional motor oil for $19.99. Only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Spring cleaning should start in your laundry room. Because during Spring Black Friday at the Home Depot, you can save up to 35% on appliances like the Samsung high-efficiency top-load washer and electric dryer. Now just $5.28 each. Extra-large capacity washing and steam drying save you time. And Spring Black Friday will save you over $540 when you buy the pair. Nobody beats our prices. Guaranteed. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only while supplies last. Gas dryer extra. See store for details. Valid through April 12th. Welcome to Staples. Staples Guide. This year I'm preparing my own taxes. Good for you. Yep, I'm going to be accountable. Right. Well, Staples can help with storage and filing supplies, plus software like QuickBooks and TurboTax. Go on. You have my interest. And now get TurboTax for up to $10 off at Staples. Up to 10 bucks off TurboTax? That'll pay handsome returns. Right. Thanks, Staples Guy. Depreciate it. Uh-huh. The tax deadline is almost here. Hurry into Staples for up to $10 off TurboTax. Staples. Make more happen. In-store only ends 4 17 Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite 515 262 Star. Call today for next day installation 515 262 Star. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life. This is a show where we take more calls than any other talk show in North America. The reason is, is we talk about you right in front of you every day. So thanks for being here. The Dave Ramsey Show on the big talker. 1700 KBGG. Count it down. Let's hear a great debt-free scream. Right. Three, two, one. I'm debt-free! Yeah! Men, if you're like me, you appreciate the feeling of a clean, smooth...